so recently it was shared that there are a couple of Minnesota sandwiches that uh, are apparently kind of a big deal in Minnesota. You know, to there's say just the least. Some about sandwiches that just get my mouth to salivate. I've had multiple people tell me that I'm a sandwich guy, and you know, I'll, I enjoy a good sandwich. We are, we are definitely sandwich men, and I appreciate that <laughs> so, about us. So, have yes. you ever seen the show Man vs. Food? I can't say I've watched a ton of it, but yeah, I'm familiar. I used to follow it the first time around and not so much the second time around just because I don't watch a lot of TV in general anymore. Sure. But it's just super cool to see like these guys travel from like state to state looking for like food challenges and just crazy big food offerings. Right. And so throughout the years, a list has now been made about the best sandwiches to be featured on the show. Okay. And uh, there was one in Milwaukee called the... Kamish, which is four and a half pounds, <laughs> and you have forty-five minutes to finish it. You mean the commish, like the commissioner? Yeah, but on the in the uh, thing it says, or like you watch the video, it says Kamish. Oh, because I, okay. I would have guessed the commish too. All right, but I'll tr- I'll trust in you, Ian. Thank you, thank you for once in my life. No, I'm just kidding. What? So it's an entire loaf of rye bread with two and a half pounds of corned beef and pastrami. Half pound of sauerkraut, half pound of cheese, half pound of jalapenos, Thousand Island dressing, Swiss cheese, and some pickles. That's so much. That's a lot. 45 minutes to finish that. And as someone that's not a kraut fan, (laughs) it is a $75 sandwich unless you can eat it in under that 45 minutes. Dang. But it looks pretty tasty. Okay. Are you a sauerkraut fan? I don't mind it. Okay, so you you would eat this. I would. I would. It's okay. a lot of sauerkraut, though. Yes, it is. Now, on the land of 10,000 lakes side of things, there is a 30-inch sandwich down in Minneapolis at Lou's Sandwiches. Okay. The Bon Me. It's a French baguette with marinated pork shoulder, pork pate, cilantro, cucumber, pickled carrots, a daikon, which is like a Japanese carrot. I don't know if I said it right. Uh, jalapenos, green onions, mayo, and butter. Thirty Jeez. inches. Thirty inches. That's a that's a big sandwich. It's a huge sandwich. Have you ever had a banh mi? No, I've not. It's pretty pretty tasty. Actually. Okay, sounds decent. Yeah. Yes. Man, I can't believe that is down in Minneapolis. That thing is huge. <laughs> uh, it didn't say if there was like necessarily a food challenge around that, but that's just a massive sandwich that was featured. It's a lot of bread. Uh, yeah, well, that was the first thought that I had. Is it looks like a, it looks like a giant Jimmy John sandwich. It kind of does. I mean, obviously, it's not, but right. for a number of reasons. But well, yeah, the French baguette. I think, yeah, you know. Okay. And then lastly, right here in yes. Duluth, yes, Northern Waters Smokehouse, the Cajun Fin on the North Shore was featured. Not a food challenge, but definitely a mouth-watering sandwich Oof. for sure. Smoked Cajun salmon. Onion cream cheese, roasted red peppers, pepperoncinis, and lettuce all on a nice rustic roll. Man. <sighs> Looks good. I That's one I have not had. I've had a good number of sandwiches and stuff from there, but yeah. I have not had this one. No. I have not either, but I also have had some great sandwiches from there. Well, I guess I'll have to go back and try that one. Ah, that's what I'm so I kind of neat that, uh, you know, all the sandwiches and food featured on that show, that one in Duluth is... On the list. I know. It's kind of a nice little little sandwich. Yeah. 
And I guess if you want to see a little more about it, if you aren't familiar, we've got the story for you on our website mobile app. Ian uh, conveniently put that together. There's a little video featuring it as well, so you can see all about it. Yes. <laughs> I got all three of those sandwiches. Mix108.com and the Mix108 app. Coming up later on this morning, uh, chances to win flow ride tickets. Of course, if you've been uh, submitting your name on our mobile app to win those, we'll be picking names through the day again today. And remember, one of the people that has won tickets will be winning some money this morning as well. Just make sure you're listening to see if your name is picked for both of those different causes. And if you do, just call in and uh, claim your winnings. That's all starting up at 7.20 this morning here in Mixon. Ian, are you a UFO believer? Do you believe? I mean, <laughs> there's got to be like something out there, right? Like we can't be the only life forms. Yeah, I don't know. Right. But are you like all about, oh, everything you see that you can't, under, you can't explain, you're immediately like aliens? No. Okay. So our coworker, Ken, who I hope he hears me as he's walking by. Um, You're an alien believer. <laughs> he's just staring. Of he doesn't know he what I said, but it's so fine. He's really into that whole thing, right? Yes. Um, and he recently, he and his uh, one of his kids were out and saw this very, very <laughs> odd looking thing flying around in the sky over Superior. Okay. Very odd. And so he's, a, a, a beside being kind of a UFO nerd, he's also kind of an aviation nerd. He, do, he doesn't have his pilot's license, but he's he logs hours and hours and flights him. Like, he's he's an aviation nerd. He knows planes yes. pretty well, um, which, good for him. That's I'm not at his level, but I appreciate planes and, you know, that kind of stuff. But anyway, so he did a little research to try to figure out what the heck this thing is. So he saw it in the sky, and it looks like a giant flying triangle. A giant flying triangle. I mean, if you look at the picture, we've got the story at our website or mobile app. But if you look at it, I mean, am I describing that wrong? No, no, you're about right. It's so it's I mean, it's not exactly a triangle. So the, it's triangle shape with a couple of weird wings at the front of the plane and then <laughs> rear wings at the back of the plane that really extend out of the back of the triangle. I feel like it's definitely something you would see in a sci-fi movie. Right. It looks really weird. It doesn't look like a normal plane you would see. And so he's starting to do some research. He's like, what is this thing? And <laughs> so some of the results he got before he finally figured out what it is were a little bit wild. So the first one is apparently it looks an awful lot like an Israeli... Um, munitions plane oh my goodness so they kind of hang around an area and then they do munitions drops so he's yeah. like um why <laughs> yikes that would be a little weird mm -hmm. uh over central america you know the central part of the united states you know this israeli munitions plane flying around okay um so he's doing some research and eventually he found out if you've seen this thing for yourself you know what i'm talking about it it looks just weird yeah and uh so he found out it's actually a, a specific type of plane called uh, a canard plane, uh, wing plane. And uh, so that's basically is described as a type of plane that has small wings at the nose of the airplane. So I mentioned the small something coming out of the front and then those rear wings that come out of what looks like the back of the plane. And there's not wings at the middle of the plane like you would see on most normal planes or jets that you see um, where they're kind of somewhere in the middle. Okay. You know, and so that's one of the differences. Apparently, they aren't very common, but they do exist. And there was one flying overhead somewhere here in the Twin Ports area. He and his son saw it over in Superior, apparently. Why? Just because. Um, so, apparently, there's a growing number of drones being built this way as well. So, oh. um, But that's just the style of, of aircraft that this is. Um, and apparently, there are... 
so it's a little different than like a Lego kit, but there are people can buy or get plain building kits, and apparently that's a style of kit you can get to. So it might be that uh, somebody has one of these things and they're just flying it around. Hmm. So Interesting. if you've seen a really weird thing flying in the sky, you can ch- check this out and see if it matches what you're seeing, and, and then you'll know what it is. But yeah, when I was reading the story and I thought to myself, an Israeli munitions? That, <laughs> what is going on here? What is happening? I'm not normally the type that would jump to UFOs immediately. Of course he did, but... <laughs> not shocked. <laughs> of course. Um you know, he, it's a very interesting looking. It is, craft. and that's the reason I brought it up is because I, if you've seen, and it's, it, there are common threads when you when you jump into like local online communities, Facebook groups, Reddit, things like that. It's, did you hear that sound? What was it? Or did you see that in the sky? What was it? Are pretty common things that pop up conversations, and so this is a great one. You know, if you're wondering what the heck was that thing, well, there you go, got the answer. Don't know, you know. Who's flying it or whatever? Like but, why it was here? Right, but, but yeah, it's so a thing. Somebody has one. They were flying around, and uh, now you know. Uh, case closed. We'll say that. Thanks, Ken. Yep. <laughs> Coming up later on this morning. If you're a golfer, would you or could you be liable if you hit somebody with a golf ball if they get injured or worse? Uh, we'll explain what the the legal situation is on that. Uh, as a golfer, I'm very curious. We actually had an incident. Speaking of Ken, he and I were all golfing earlier this weekend. Did you hit uh, somebody? No, but it got a conversation going. Mm. So we did a little research and found out. Uh, also, what's in Ian's pocket and a chance to win some Florida tickets and money coming up later on this morning here, Mixon Wait. 48. Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. Two people are now banned from the happiest place on earth all over a photograph. Uh-oh. What were they taking pictures of? Well, uh, so one family was trying to uh, pose in front of the park's 100th anniversary sign when, uh, excuse me, one of the members asked a- another family to please move out of the frame well, that's when uh, one member of the people that were apparently in the frame came up and punched that person in the face. Jeez. A fight then ensued from there, giving the two people that started the fight a uh, permanent ban from the park. Well. Yes. That uh, that escalated quickly. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was just like, hey, could you please move? Or, hey, blank, get out the way, you know? Right. But uh, who knows? Either way, that's not a good way to handle that situation. Uh, no. Uh, down in, in uh, Florida, citizens are in an uproar after a county sheriff's office took to Facebook asking residents to join its new program, allowing people to register and integrate their security cameras with the sheriff county's office. Uh, people are now upset because they don't want Coney officers seeing their seeing stuff 24-7. Yeah. Yes. So there's a lot of uh, gifts of Randy from American Idol saying, yeah, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Rock from Jumanji, it's a trap. And people are just like, yeah, I've read a book once called 1984. You might want to give it an idea on why this is not a good or give it a read why it's not a good idea. And just a lot of people sounding off like, yep, not a good idea. We're not participating. Uh, I don't blame them. No, I don't either. And a lot of people are saying if a crime happens in front of my house, 
I will gladly share that footage with yeah, you. Yeah, but not everything. But no, you're not going to have my full feed. You don't need to see the dog running around the yard. No. And then we're going to end it with a mother-in-law exposing a dirty little secret. Uh-oh. So her grandson was born with green eyes. Okay. No one in the family has green eyes. Oh, no. So she was demanding DNA tests for like months <laughs> because she thinks that the mother of the child cheated on her son. So she's like, "You, there's no way this child should have green eyes. You need DNA tests. Sure. And for months, the husband was like, no, I trust you. You wouldn't cheat on me. But finally, after months and months and months, they do a DNA test. The whole family takes it. Turns out the mother-in-law cheated, and uh, her uh, husband is not the actual father of their son. What? And they've been together for decades. So here she is thinking that she was going to unveil something about somebody else. Yep. Wow. Yep. And she's the one that did the wrong. Here's the kicker. The mother-in-law and the father-in-law don't know yet. So it's all in the hands of this mother and her husband. Wild. Yeah, it's all on Reddit. It's crazy. That's that's crazy. Yep. That's going to do for my toolbox. I'm going to guess they probably know now if we're talking about it. Maybe. Maybe. Eek. Oof. Well, good Big luck yikes. to them with that whole situation. That sounds like a mess. <laughs> so it's no secret that there's a movie filming in Duluth right now. What? We've been talking there about is? this a little bit. And, What's happening? What's and, it about? Well, it's a Christmas movie. Oh, you know, Seems we're to the, be a theme. Duluth is the Christmas city, so... Wonderful city. Thank you for that, Ian. Welcome. Uh, so there's actually a call that was put out for people to be extras in scenes for this movie. <gasps> and it's kind of funny because it's one of the trending stories on our Facebook page, and people excited about the idea of being an extra in this movie. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I don't blame him. You know, a little chance to be in a movie. Why not? Well, our pal David was uh, in the last Christmas movie that was filmed this here as an true. extra. I didn't, I don't remember seeing him, but I do know that he was, he did it. Yeah, I think it was, uh, he was either on the train or like near figures or something like that. But I remember watching him be like, hey. there." Was, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, the, the upper Midwest film office put out a casting call for the filming, which uh, started yesterday and is going through tomorrow. Um, and it, they're doing sh- scenes at Bayfront. Nice. Is what they're doing. And uh, they, they turned it into a holiday market, and they needed extras. Um, just show up. So, again, they started filming yesterday. Ooh. They're doing it again today and tomorrow. Good thing it's, like, not, like, super hot out right now because extras are asked to dress in winter best. So coats, hats, scarves, gloves. Yeah, look look wintry. All my stuff is put away. <laughs> you wouldn't dig it out to be in a movie? I mean, yeah, I would. I might. Yeah, do it. We'll see. Go do it. I'll be uh, Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> well, you bring a little pickaxe and... Exactly. My beard's a little bushy. It'll Nothing. work out. <laughs> so, if you want to do this for yourself, uh, you can see Lauren's got details on our website or mobile app. But yeah, it's, it's uh, filming from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. all three days. So again, yesterday, today, and again tomorrow. And a uh, chance to maybe be seen in a movie. And you don't have to do a lot. You're just going to try out. Just show up, and there you are. Boom. Just got to sweat out, sweat it out in your winter best. Exactly. 
So again, Lauren's got some details about that on our website or mobile app. If you would like to do so yet today or tomorrow, uh, Ian, speaking of Bayfront, there's a show coming to Bayfront this summer. Oh, you got Florida, you got Twista, you got Nappy Roots, and it's going to be a great time. Of course, if you have registered on the Mix 108 app, we have your chance to hook you up, get your tickets. But you have to register to get your name on the list. Yep. You got five minutes to call us back. And then if you call us back, your name is going to be put on another list to win cash. And that is happening shortly, too. But right now, we're going to get Florida ticket winners. Okay. Who's winning tickets this morning if they call in and claim them? Oh, man. It is going to be... Da, 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 da. We're going to go with Brendan McKeon. Okay, Brandon, call in, claim your ticket, 740-TO-MIX, 740-2649. If you're listening on our app, there's a call button. You just tap that. It'll call the studio automatically and uh, call within five minutes. you got tickets to see Florida for you and a guest, and also you're going to be putting the drawing to win the money we're giving away in about 10 minutes. You're yes. mixing away. So the internet is talking about this like crazy. This story just broke <laughs> yesterday-ish. Yes. Uh, a very, very familiar name brand is is changing uh the oscar my oscar meyer wienermobile is being renamed lame <laughs> for the first time in its nearly century long existence the famous hot dog shaped vehicle is changing its name why why can't we just keep saying wienermobile you know what i don't even care i'm still gonna call it it Go for it. I will. So Oscar Mayer says that the new, here's what they're calling it. Frank Mobile. No. Which is funny because I, I have a buddy from college named Frank. Did and he gonna, have a Frank Mobile? Well, his car we called the Frank Mobile. Love that. So I feel like he had a trademark on that. He should well, sue Oscar Mayer. <laughs> now he can call his vehicle the Wiener Mobile. Sure. It's what he's always wanted. I can feel it. Yeah. So they, they say the new Frank Mobile is uh, going to pay homage to their new recipe for its hot dogs that they're rolling out this summer. So the name changes is largely inspired by the uh, change in what they're making their hot dogs with. Uh, despite the change itself, the Wienermobile is going to be pretty much the same, just new name and a new decal saying Frankmobile instead of Wienermobile. Did their old name uh, do you have to do with anything of what it used to be in the hot dogs since their new name is the Frankmobile? No, I don't oh, okay. think so. Just asking for a friend. Just sure. <laughs> yeah. Ian. No worries. Just trying to be a little saucy. Yeah, go for it. Oscar <laughs> Mayer uh, <laughs> says they're, uh, they're just going to, and here's a quote they gave to a media outlet. They said, uh, we're trying out the new name to see if it, quote, cuts the mustard with fans. Nope. It's not cutting my mustard. Boo. That was a terrible pun, by the way. Uh, the brand's new recipe for hot dogs, they say, represents the first change to Oscar Mayer's Franks in six years. They say customers will soon see refreshed packaging and a taste, and here's a quote, more balanced flavor profile and iconic beefy taste that is more delicious than ever. So I understand the name change. I get it. Right. I don't appreciate it because I like the Wienermobile. However, what I do appreciate <laughs> is on their new quote-unquote Frankmobile, they have an all-black ink. Please do not lick the all-beef beef Frank Frankmobile. <laughs> Love that. So that is that a redeeming quality that you're willing to... That I'm okay with. Okay. The name right. change, not so. But are people actually trying to lick this thing? I, I don't imagine so. 
Could be wrong. Oh, Believe it or not, Ian, the Wienermobile dates back to 1936. Yes. It's an old wiener, and I love it. <laughs> Apparently, uh, the story goes, Carl Meyer told his uncle Oscar, Oscar Meyer, uh, about a new advertising idea that was literally a marketing vehicle for the company, Oscar Meyer. Now, as six of the 23-foot-long vehicles that travel around the country. Uh, they've come into the Twin Ports before. Uh, the, uh, I rode in it one time, which Ooh. is yeah, kind of an interesting. It was kind of it was an October day, and there was a little snow on the ground. And what what like what does it look like on the inside? Uh, it's I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's kind of a it's kind of bus like, but not kind of like a van bus combo because it's it's big, but it's not super big. Mm. It's surprisingly. Um, like, as somebody who's over six feet tall, I had to duck a little bit to get around in there. Okay. Um, but I did get a weenie whistle as a part of the deal. Yeah, you did. Well, a, is it a Frank whistle now? Well, yeah, I guess it would be a Frank whistle. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the name is uh, changed, and so the next time you see the Wienermobile, it'll say Frank Mobile on the right. side of it. Do you but still yeah, have the weenie whistle? It's somewhere at home. Do you ever blow it? I don't think I ever have blown my weenie whistle. Okay. All right. <laughs> Again, asking for a friend. Okay. Uh, next hour, another chance to win some Flowrider tickets. That's coming up around 820 oh. this morning. Also, what is an embarrassing story that you uh, were part of as a younger person that many. your family still laughs about or makes fun of you for? We've got some great ones from listeners we'll be sharing. If you have one you'd like to share, you can head to our Facebook page or send a message in through a mobile app. And we lo we'd love to hear what you have. And it all stems from something that happened earlier this week with Ian. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> That's all coming up here this morning on Mix It Away. Good morning. So earlier this week, Tuesday morning, story time with Ian's mom. Oh, Ian's mom shared an incredible story about Ian, who when he was 16, okay. mixed cake batter with his hands because it said to mix by hand. It said mix by hand. I did what the box said. Very literally. Yes. All right. <laughs> and okay. so, of course, I get back to my desk after that happened. Yep. And there was a box of cake mix <laughs> waiting for me with a note that said, use a mixer, not your hands. Smiley face. Do we know where that came from? I have no idea. I don't even recognize the handwriting. Wow. So you have a secret admirer who's trying sure to help do. you out. Are you going to make it? I'm not a big cake fan. Oh, and it's it's super moist yellow cake mix. Super moist. So I mean, maybe you should make it. All right, make it for the staff. Oh, I should. Just don't mix it with your hands. I won't tell you what I use. Okay, so we've gotten a bunch of stories in from listeners on our Facebook page and through our mobile app, which, by the way, if you have a story, and I'm going to share one about myself in a second, Ooh. you can head to our mobile app, and you can either send us a text chat of your story or use the, uh, the open mic feature. You can uh, send audio in. We'll play it on the air. Um... And you can also join the conversation on our Facebook page. We've got a great thread going on there, too. Uh, so my story, I was probably 10, 12-ish years old, maybe a year or two older, in my early teens at latest. Okay. And uh, my, I think it was summertime, home from school. My dad was off working. My brother and sister were gone. So it was just me and my mom at home, and I was doing stuff, helping her out with things around the yard and around the house. And she commented about how the the light in their walk-in closet for their bedroom was out. And I was like, oh, I got this. Okay. So I walk into their walk-in closet, which doesn't have any windows, obviously. 
and I turn the light switch on. I go, hey, Ma, the light doesn't work. <laughs> mm. She goes, yep, that's what you're working on. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> Bravo, sir. Yep. Bravo. Yeah. I, I, um, yeah, I went and grabbed the light bulb very snarkily from her hand as she was standing outside and I was tall enough to reach up and just untwisted the one bulb, twisted the other bulb in and walked away in shame. Hey, hey, good helping out. Uh, the light doesn't work. Something's wrong here. Uh, you worried, Mo, though. I thought when you said you went to turn the light switch on, he got electrocuted. No. You're good. You're good. No, no, not nothing like that. So we've got a lot of feedback in from listeners. I want to share one or two of these before we uh, but move on to offering some tickets to flow right away. We're going to give those away here soon. Um, but we got some great commentary from our mobile app on our Facebook page. You're looking at some of them too, Ian. Uh, any standing out that you want to share right off the bat? I mean, so, yeah, I'm going to share this one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Shauna, I don't recall this, but every single year at Christmas, my aunt tells the story of four-year-old me karate chopping a fart complete with the hi-ya in the middle of JCPenney's. <laughs> Apparently, it was a really busy day, and she was less than impressed with my antics. Oh, you ever just fart and try to karate chop it away? Can't say I ever have. I'm going to now. Oh, please not right now. Can you Ooh. wait maybe like an hour? Going to load one in. Oh, boy. Just let it go. <laughs> one more, uh, then we'll move on to give some Florida tickets away. So Sarah wrote in, uh, said I was making s'mores on my parents' gas stove. Sounds like a recipe for not good. <laughs> uh, she goes on to say, I pulled the marshmallow off and without thinking... Um, of course, hot fork uh, that had the marshmallow on, put it in her mouth. Oh. Had a burn shaped like a fork, the prongs from the fork uh, inside of her bottom lip for a while. Yikes. Not, not great. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> so, Oof. We've gotten a lot more. We'll actually continue this conversation. If you've got something you'd like to share, we've got uh, several on our Facebook page. Shoot us a message through a mobile app, either chat or audio features, both available to share those messages. Um, there's so many good ones. Uh, but first, Ian, we yeah. need to give away some Florida tickets. Of course, we sure do. We gave away some tickets last hour and also some money. We're doing the Money Thursday thing because we're calling this thing Money Madness. But we're back to the tickets for Florida. Who needs to call in to claim their tickets for the show this time around? Ooh, we are looking for... Amanda Taylor. Amanda Taylor, call in 7402-MIX-7402649. You have five minutes to call in, claim your tickets. And in doing so, you not only get to go to the show, you and a friend, but you get qualified to win next Thursday's money as well. And uh, we'll find out if we get that phone call and they win the tickets coming up soon here in Mixon. I'm a little worried because Ian was doing karate over there. Oh, you know what happened. I well, And if you were listening a little while ago, you know what happened as well. So we're sharing stories embarrassing stories from your younger years and in some cases actually it's from recent times for people uh that your family or you still laugh about that you're like i can't believe that happened just uh, don't breathe in because i can still smell how oh, gross <laughs> so, we've been getting more in through our facebook page and through a mobile app we wanted to dive into more of these before we get to that i want to remind everybody so we are doing what's in ian's pocket as well we'll get into that in a little bit here but we want to get more of these first so um <laughs> First and foremost, uh, Diana shared a message saying, I sucked on a seashell until my lips were very swollen. 
I still hear about it to this day. And the reason I thought that was kind of funny is, first off, that's probably not great. But secondly, so my mom tells a story. Uh, so her cousins, my mom grew up on a chicken farm. Okay. And her cousins came to visit from the city, and they were walking around, and they were like, oh, look at all these seashells everywhere. And they were picking up the chicken poo and, like, carrying them around in their hand. And my mom and my mom's one of seven kids, and they were all like, you're doing what now? And they're like, yeah, look at all the seashells everywhere. It's weird because there's no lake or anything around here, but look at them all. <laughs> so Man. They, they were collecting them, and my my mom and her siblings were just like, cool. <laughs> so when I shared uh, Sheena's story about the karate chop and the fart and JC Penney's, yes, it made me think about when I was like eight years old, I was uh, at JC Penney's with my parents. Okay. And they were down uh, in the women's clothing section on the first floor. Yes. I had to go to the bathroom, number Uh-oh. two. Uh-oh. So I went upstairs, you know, took the escalator up, went in the far corner to the bathroom where the men's bathroom was, and uh, came out probably a good five minutes later. Don't judge me. You know how my bowels are. <laughs> and apparently, to my knowledge, I had no idea. I walked all the way to my parents, and then my dad just started laughing at me. And I'm like, what? Uh, Did I like forget to like zip up my pants? What's what's going on right. here? I had a like this length long toilet paper. So you're you're holding your hands up. It's like three, almost three feet. Yeah, tucked, uh, stuck to the bottom of my shoe, which means I walked almost that entire store from the back corner down the escalators <laughs> to the front left corner, dragging. A piece of toilet paper stuck to the bottom of my shoe. Oh, man. It's great. Hey, good for you. Yep. So now every time we go to Penny's, my dad is like, do you have to go to the bathroom? Oh, boy. Well, (laughs) it's great stuff. (laughs) Good for you. I want to shout out Kat, who sent a message into our mobile app, who said, when I was four years old, my grandma was cleaning my room and found, (laughs) oh, this is so gross, found my booger wall behind my headboard. And then, then, and then the grandma made her scrape them off the wall. That's disgusting. Oh, ugh. I'm going to share one more gross story. Okay. <laughs> Lynette was about two or three years old when she was eating a bowl of grapes. Yep. Mom noticed that she had some blood on the side of her mouth. And after asking her to spit out the grape, she saw that she was chewing on a tick. No. That probably fell off their dog. Oh, no. This is literally nightmare fuel. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know what I would do if I looked and saw my kids eating a tick. Just give me the heebie-jeebies well, thinking about that it. that doesn't happen, Ian. Ugh. Not only for your sake, but for their sake, mostly. Honestly. Oh, All right, I got one more for you. Christina shared this one. Said, super glued my legs together by accident. What? What? While trying to glue together the ends of a laundry hamper. Christina continued, then my mom used uh, nail polish remover to help and uh, ended up getting a chemical burn from that. Um, She said, no more super glue for me ever. (laughs) Oh, no. Trying to be helpful, like my light bulb story, I go into the the walk-in closet. Hey, Ma, the light isn't working. Well, yeah, you're changing the light bulb for me, you dummy. Oh, man. <laughs> so, 
If you still want to share stories, you can certainly do so. We've got more on our Facebook page, and we're getting them in through our mobile app as well. Some good stuff there. But we need to play a little game called What's in Ian's Pocket. Ooh. Are you ready? Let's do this. What is in Ian's pocket this morning? Let's hear some hints. So, of course, if you correctly guess what is inside my pocket, we're going to hook you up with a jump pass to Defy Trampoline Park. And today in my pocket, it's a little smaller, but it's sweet. Oh. It's hard. Okay. And uh, it comes in a variety of fruity flavors. Oh. Mm-hmm. So it's it's smaller. It's sweet. Okay. It's hard. And it comes in a variety of fruity flavors. What could it be? Chance to win that jump pass. 740 to mix. 740 Call in with your guesses as to what's in Ian's pocket. We'll find out what it is soon here and Mix It Away. Good morning. What's in Ian's pocket here on the Mix It Away Morning Brew? Ian, give yes. the hints one more time. So today in my pocket, it's uh, smaller, sweet, hard, and a variety of fruity flavors it comes in. Hey, good morning, Mix It Away. Who's this? Shantae. All right, what's your guess? What's in Ian's pocket? It's Lifesavers. Lifesaver, Ian? So it is not a circular or hard candy, so it is not a Lifesaver, but you're close. Good guess. Thank you. All right, thank you. Good morning, Mix and Wait. Who's this? This is Sheila. Sheila, what do you think's in Ian's pocket this morning? A Jolly Rancher. Jolly Rancher, Ian? Sheila, it is! Hey. <laughs> but now bonus points if you can guess the exact flavor in my pocket. Watermelon. Oh, it is. It's great. But don't worry, we're still going <laughs> to hook you up with a pass to Defy Trampoline Park. Tell us what station just made you a winner. Mix 108. Congratulations. Music from Lady Gaga now here in Mix and Away. Good morning. Ian, this yes. weekend, festiversary. Yes. Oh, please. Uh, of course, the Bent Paddle Festival. It's a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and uh, the weather's going to be perfect. It's going to be nice this week. It'll be a little breezy, but the weather's going to be nice this weekend, and there's so much going on for yes. Festiversary. So we've got a full rundown about the event on our website and our mobile app. Um, huge beer menu. If you aren't familiar with the Bent Paddle lineup that they're going to have there, um, I mean, you name the type of beer, they're going to have it pretty much. Uh, and also, there's going to be a bunch of music as well. Mm-hmm. So if you're wondering, okay, what could I hear? Lots of great local acts. Um, Woodblind is going to be there. Um, they have actually have a couple stages they're doing. Um, there's going to be the Gemstones that are going to be there. New Salty Dog, Big Wave Dave and the Ripples. Yes. Lots of music to be had. Lots of beer to be had. Charlie Parr. Yeah. Lot, lots of fun to be had overall. And, of course, food. Going to be uh, food trucks there. Log Home Wood Fire Pizza, one of them. Love Creamery. Oh, ice cream. Um, North Shore Sugar, Oasis Ooh. Del Norte. So Ooh. much stuff going on this weekend. There's and, a lot, like uh, kid-friendly activities will be there yeah, during the day, too. Uh, yeah, so. just because it's a beer event doesn't necessarily mean it. you can't bring the kids for some right. of the fun. Uh, so we actually have not only the information about the event on our website or mobile app, but we also have tickets. Yes. If you want to go and check this out this weekend, again, it's Saturday. Things get going at 2 at Ben Padlets, of course, in the Lincoln Park neighborhood on Michigan Street. Uh, we have tickets. Now, these these are not cheap tickets we're going to no. be giving away here. So if you'd like to go, 10-year anniversary celebration for Ben Paddle, their festiversary, you can win them now. Call in, 740 to mix and I'll be giving those away. We'll start with caller eight that'll uh, get some tickets to go and check out the festiversary, uh, which is coming up on Saturday. If you're looking for something to do, this is probably one of the hot you. tickets in town. Yes. So call in, 
get those tickets. And uh, we're also going to, this morning has flown by, Ian. I, but you know what? We're having a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, so more chances to win beside these, which will be given away in just a second here. So go ahead and call in. We'll take caller eight. But also a chance to win flow ride of tickets. Ian's going to be giving those away in just about a half hour coming up here as well as uh, hanging out through the next hour here in Mixon 08.